Hey everybody, welcome to Darken the Page special writing retreat by the beach edition. So here I am, I'm in Bali and I've rented a house for about five days in Chandidasa, which is a little beach town. And I've given myself the task of writing or as I found out uh, to not focus on writing, but you know, I'm here to, I'm here to give myself a chance to create. And so the intention of this series is to really let you in as much as possible on my writing process during this week. Now, this is definitely not um, inside the expert's mind because this is, um, this is as much about my failings and shortcomings as it is about any successes I've had. And I don't really even consider myself all that good at getting myself in the zone uh, when it comes to the writing process and creative process. I'm still very much a student. So I'm my attempt here is just to let you in as much as possible. And today was the first full day um, I had here. It's Tuesday and right now it's about 5.47. And I'm actually really satisfied with this day. So I want to take you through some of the steps. I took notes all day. And I'll take you through some of the things I realized, some of the insights I had that I think will be really useful um, for everybody. And here it goes. So I, I realized when I woke up that sitting down at my computer at that moment would have been treacherous. Now, I, I kind of understand this already. This isn't information that's so new. But the thing I realized, and I wrote this down, as I said, sitting down to write first thing in the morning before drinking coffee and or being inspired can be depressing. And the reason is that I, I think starting the day with sitting and looking at a blank page and having nothing is really, really treacherous to your writing process, to my writing process anyways. Um, so what I did instead is I just eased into the day. And I woke up at 7.30, and I actually didn't do, didn't get my first inspiration until about 9.40, and I'll talk about that in a second. So what I wrote is I'm really enjoying, enjoying easing into my day. Um, when I'm recording interviews, what I typically do when I'm in, in Ubud is I wake up early, and I get into this co-working space by about 7, and I'm usually on the microphone recording interviews from about 7 to 9 a.m. And so... I don't really ease into my day normally, but that's mostly because the internet at the co-working space is really fast in the morning, so it's kind of a necess necessity, but I enjoy doing that. So um, actually easing into my day was really pleasant. While I was easing into my day, I had a really nice insight, which is actually a follow-on conversation from the interview I did with Alison Crow in episode 15, which is really really a phenomenal interview too I, I really recommend people check it out and it was about writing and the process of writing as in before you're writing or in between when you're not writing or creating is kind of like foreplay and so this is this metaphor of writing like sex and I was thinking about this the whole morning because you know there was a little part of me that wanted to jump on the computer and and start writing but I didn't really have anything that was really really inspiring to write I just kind of wanted to do it and I and I held off and I said no I'm gonna wait I'm gonna wait and I waited until I had like a really strong inspiration to write and I find that I found that that was actually a lot like teasing a woman it was a lot like um, building the tension 
So I was building the tension for my writing as I was as I was waiting, and I waited until 9:41 a.m. and two cups of coffee later before I actually wrote anything. And the funny thing is, I didn't even pull up my computer. I wrote it on my phone because I was sitting on my porch drinking coffee, and I and I had a thought. I had a, I had a really inspiring thought that I wanted to write down. I wrote it on my phone, and then I ended up doing an entire article just on my phone, which is actually a fun way to write. I I do enjoy writing on my phone when it when inspiration strikes. Um, so it was a idea that floated back into my mind from a something my wife had said like three days ago that I should write about, and so I did that. Um, at ten twenty six a.m., <laughs> I I logged this very precisely. Um, I started a chapter in my book. Added a great item to an ebook, planned uh, a workshop on creativity, and basically 45 minutes later, I had realized that I had done, I'd worked on about four or five different projects, which is interesting because I, I wouldn't necessarily think that I would bounce around so much, but every everything I worked on, I did it really from an inspired place, so I, I really enjoyed it, um, and then at 10:26, I knew I was done at least that moment because I saw my brain start fishing for more to do. Like it would go back and try to sort of recreate some of those things that had just happened in the last 45 minutes. It would, I'd open Evernote again, even though I didn't have anything to write. So I knew at that point I said, okay, I'm going to stop. And I just put away my phone and went back into this space of quiet reflection, which is really what I've been enjoying this whole day. Um, it's really beautiful. Okay. Another note, 10:47 AM. So I'm seeing that part of this process is letting go of the attachment to doing something awesome. So I realized it's easy for me to go into this kind of post-creation uh, depression. And it, when I say depression, I mean like a small feeling of depression. And what happens is I'll create something awesome. It'll just, I'll write down a chapter that I'm just in love with. And then I want to hang on to that feeling. I want to like, oh, I want to do it. I want to do it again. I want to do it again. And and I and I kind of try to dive back into the past or recreate that, and it never works. And so I noticed that more today. And what I did after that 45 minutes of really inspired writing, and I realized it was gone, I said, okay, and I just put it away, and I moved on. And that was actually a big step for me. That really, really helped. 11.22 um, a.m., I wrote, I just had a brilliant idea for this podcast, and... Now it's before noon, and I've literally worked on five or six different projects. Um, and I'm seeing that allowing myself to be open to all the possibilities of what might be created is really a key for me. Because if I have it that I'm just here to write a book, let's say, um, I don't really get to decide when the book, when I, when I write the book versus when I work on podcasts. You know, I even I even got inspired to do some copywriting for a festival that my wife and I are putting on this summer and so I really just was able to do everything and leaving the gate open I, I the metaphor I had was like swinging open the gates that of just possibilities to come in and yeah whatever wants to come in let come in I also realized this is actually really really this was probably the biggest insight of the day um, I realized why I tend to write better on my phone versus my computer and this is actually something i've talked about on the podcast a bunch is that i, w I find for whatever reason i write better on my 
my phone or lately it's been I write better on the WordPress post like new post page and I actually figured out why this is because what I do on my phone is I almost never open my phone and go into some kind of Word document or notes without something to write. So every time I pick up my phone to write, I'm inspired. However, what I do with the computer is I'll open the computer without anything to write because I want to write instead of having something to write. And that that is just like a, a killer of mine because... If I open the computer without something to write, I'm definitely going to stare at a blank screen. And I start thinking of my computer as this kind of like writing block thing. And that's just crazy. So that that was actually really cool. And the reality is, you know, both require inspiration, but I just tend to use one in those moments of inspiration more. And then I start thinking it's the computer or the phone or the WordPress new post thing. And the truth is it's not. It's just simply my own um my own experience of it in history with that okay this next entry is about an hour later about one o'clock and i just i have to read what i wrote because it, i'm i'm recording this now about five hours later and, and i'm kind of in a different space but i have to read it so i wrote i'm proverbially i'm proverbially <laughs> proverbially killing it and it's still before noon on the first day Okay, so it was before noon, not one o'clock. And I'm allowing, allowing, allowing. I mean, the word allowing has just been huge for me today. It's like, it's, I'm really enjoying the, this whole process. And what I'm also finding is that journaling it through this and pulling out my phone to write notes has actually helped me slow down because I'm more conscious of when things are going great and not getting swept up by the habits that don't serve me or getting swept up by attachment. And... I, what I wrote here at noon is that I honestly believe that if nothing else gets done this whole week, this has already been a massive success, which is really amazing. Um, that's, it's the first day here. And, and this also relates to the fact of why I decided to record this now, which is only, it's only 6 p.m. here, is that I decided to officially declare this the end of my day. That doesn't mean I can't write anymore, but it means that I'm off the clock. And I found that that was kind of a beautiful idea too because now I have even less expectation to do something which for me always opens up more space for something to actually come in. So I'll tell one more story before I finish here and it, I, it's, it's about this idea of making my writing wait, like teasing the writing. And makes me think of this time I was in a, in a three-day intensive with a teacher named David Data. This was back in 2011. And what he is an assignment was 12 men and 12 women. And we're doing a lot of tantra practices. So like relational practices about uh, deepening connection. And, and so he had the men and the women go to lunch uh, separately. And, and then what our assignment was, was to write and craft um, a collective sexual fantasy, essentially. And so the women did theirs and, the, and we were doing ours and, and we're, we created some scene in, in like some hotel in Miami. And then we had some, some girl like tied to the railing in some huge high rise luxury hotel. And, and, you know, we were putting together this hot scene. And then I said, okay. And then we order a chicken sandwich and we eat it. And (laughs) basically it's like, okay, here's this girl hot and 
you know, on, on the railing wanting to have sex. And then we say, uh, I'm going to go eat a chicken sandwich. And we order a chicken sandwich and literally leave her out there for like an hour. And when we read this out loud in, in the actual intensive, it, people just, just died laughing. I mean, it was really, and there's something to this idea of, I, and, and it's, I guess it's true for me, but I think a lot of people that we just, there's something so beautiful about making someone wait. And that's what I've been doing today with this writing is really just making it wait. It's like, nope, not going to do it yet. Make it wait. Make it wait. And it's been a beautiful process of seduction. So I'm really enjoying that. So that's all for day one. I look forward to talking to you again tomorrow. And thanks for listening. <laughs>